today we're just chatting about my word for 2020. Yeah, I know. A lot of us started the year like that. Isn't that amazing? Um, and I think, I think that this word just serves me so well. And it's so true. Um, my word for 2020 was intention. Yeah. And, you know, as I'm in kind of the second phase of what building my business will look like, that word has never been more important. And so we're talking about the ins and outs of that, the struggles of that, because it's just, it would be, it'd be so much easier to just click and jump and go do something that's already built. Um, but I want to, I want to build my thing, you know, and that's not everybody's path. And that's not to shame people who do go down other paths. This is just true to me and my journey. And I think you really can trust your own intention behind whatever it is you want to do because you're not going to be misguided. You're only going to be misguided by people who make you question your intention. So keep searching for people who support and love what your intention is um, and keep searching for people who fit that. They're out there. Trust. I just found, I actually end the episode talking about a uh, um, designer that I found recently who aligns perfectly with how I'm trying to intentionally rebuild my closet. And it's crazy because I would have never thought that this person existed right here in my own state. And now I have this beautiful connection with this person. Like, just trust that it'll play out. Trust that your patience in this space will likely serve you very well. Just keep holding on. Okay, we're talking through that. I know that it's hard. I know, trust me, I've been in the lows, the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship is nothing to joke about. We talk about that a little bit. I don't know, we're talking about everything. Duh, this is the death of a dream podcast. It's all inclusive of your dreams dying and then rebuilding yourself from the bottom up. So let's go. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey, the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to 
what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you want to start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. We're so grateful that you're here. Welcome to the Death of a Dream where the intro is ever changing, but the content is no less spectacular. Uh, (laughs) I'm your host, Hannah Ness. That's right. We're back again every single weekday and we do a bonus episode. So you have six days of content if you need it. That's right. Soak it all in. Okay. So we're going to ground ourselves in our greatness. Yesterday, my great thing, my great thing was... Oh my gosh, I love mystery packages. I don't know if I love getting them as much as I love sending them. I love surprises. You have no idea how much I love surprises. I couldn't even tell you in this podcast and really make it mean something. So that's a part of my brand, right? Of who I am, how I want to show up in this world. Like, If we can include some sort of surprise element, um, here for it. Hi. So (laughs) surprise mail has always been on my list. And yesterday, oh my gosh, I actually have a double great thing. I'm just saying, wow. Um, (laughs) so I got to do my first work in surprise mail in building a part of my business that I'm just so beyond pumped about. And so that started yesterday and it was so exciting. And da 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 I finished the webpage. Yeah, we are no longer Nuss Inc. And Nuss Inc. started really as something that was going to be all inclusive around all the things that I envisioned myself doing from the beginning. And yeah, I think that was a really cool way to think 
Um, but we're kind of rebuilding, restructuring, and we're really going to structure around just my entire name. So hannahnuss.com is the new web page and it's not perfect. Um, but it is, it's there. It's, it's just me. It's me, Hannah Ness. You got it. It's that web page, and there you can find the blog. Um, the blog usually is like an extra expansion to the podcast, but sometimes it's just a deeper dive into my soul, which seems kind of crazy because this podcast seems like such a deep dive, but there's something about writing and how the pen or the keyboard just gives you this way of showing up without really having to be your face or your voice. And so it's a little more freeing and a little less, uh, it's just a little less held back. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if you think that that's possible, but there's a medium where I hold back less, um, but it does exist. They do exist. The amount of Christmas references that I am using as of late is in highest of extremes. We should all be prepared. It's October. Why? Yesterday I used a Grinch reference. Why? Why? Why this early? Why are we doing this? Okay. So the website is finished. That feels amazing from someone who doesn't exactly build websites for a living. Um, <laughs> but do you ever just have a project that's kind of looming that you know you have to get done that you're just putting off? That was my webpage for me. And I knew how important it was because it inevitably allows me to rebrand. It'll help me in ways of SEO. And also what I did find out after meeting with a um, tax and money professional is that Nuss Inc. is I'm not incorporated, right? That That's like a legal entity line that we would have to cross that I am not able to cross. And so I can't be that. I could be Nuss Inc. with a K. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's a little below me. <laughs> It's not, <laughs> but we are just rebranding to follow Hannah and us. That's, that's the company. That's the vision. That's what everything will kind of fall under for now. So that webpage is done. Feel free to go visit it. I did post a blog post last night on this very odd place that I'm in, but you know what? I was feeling super low before I came on this podcast of just like, uh, I'm walking the dog this morning. I'm just like, God, can you just send me like a shooting star? Can you just like give me anything? Why am I here? What am I doing? There's no, right? And that's so crazy because last week was just like so high. So high, so beautiful. I met with so many amazing people. I just, I felt that energy. I felt that vibe. I finally felt like, Oh, we're getting somewhere. We're like, this is, this is beautiful. And then to transition into this week and to be feeling low again. But I think, you know, the, 
the most beautiful part of me being in control of this venue, of me being the person who controls this content and me being the person who lives this story in real time is that I can share all of that. You know, the biggest thing that I've found diving into entrepreneurship is that it's a constant battle. Like, I get, I totally get that there are a bunch of people who are just like, just read the motivational quotes and, and write in your journal and, and just keep pulling it up. And what I can tell you is there are days where one more day of pulling yourself together, one more day of just sucking it up seems like it might just ruin you. There are days where you, you can't see the light. You don't know how to get to the light. You forgot that the light even existed. And that's where I'm at. I really thought that you'd just jump off and you'd find this new world. And I have in so many instances. And I've created so many beautiful connections. And that's so life-giving but you're still alone, right? Like you're still grasping for anything. And for me, I make the connections and then I am keeping it going. Like, okay, I, I want to be in your network. I want to keep talking to you. And, you know, my... <laughs> My mom texted me the other day and she was like, you used to call me every day. You don't do that anymore. And I'm like, well, my life has changed. But also, do I always have to be the one calling? Is anybody checking in on me or am I the checker? And this is a regular occurrence of discomfort for Enneagram 7s um, because we are such a just natural light. And I think for me, what I experience is that my light grows as I help light others. And so people need that, right? And that's such a beautiful way to serve the world. Um, but that also means that you're, you're a light. So people don't get too worried about where you're at. And I think that's, what's been most helpful about me doing this podcast is that I'm allowed to discuss those experiences. And that makes, because it's going to help someone someday, that makes it easier to go there. Um, because it's, it's going to light someone's path someday. And that just, that makes it sad, but still serving, which is like what I feel like I'm on this earth to do. So that's my great thing. It got weird there for a second, but, uh, I just, I felt so high and above. And when I came on and I did this great thing, you know, right before that, I just felt so low. 
and lonely and sad and lost. And then I did my great thing and it brought me back up and it made me realize you just accomplish things. Like, it's okay to feel low, but sis, did you forget? Come on. Right? And so that's why greatness grounding is so important. Oh my gosh, I was just saved by my own tool. Wow. What an amazing thing we just did. Um, <laughs> so go ahead and ground yourself in your greatness. It can save you. I had completely, like I accomplished amazing things for myself and my business. And I was kind of wallowing in the sadness, in the state of shock that I've been in lately, in this state of not moving. So crown yourself, please. Okay. My word for 2020. Yes, we started the year off really believing that we were going to get somewhere big and didn't we anyways, right? So many of us were like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the year. And it still is and still can be. So my word that I set on January 1st, you can go back to the podcast. It's a real thing. It's a live podcast. It really happened. I set my word as intention for the year. And that's such a big all-inclusive word. But I think in 2019, it was very much a year of exploring and finding what I would even want that intention to be. Um, and discovering where we wanted to go. So in 2020, I was really envisioning myself moving into this new world of setting intentions. And 2019 was about removing and kind of leveling the playing field. Like, okay, we're going to remove and relearn a lot of things about ourselves about what we find important, about how we want to show up in this world. That's what we're going to do with 2019. And as we shifted into 2020, it really was about now living intentionally, putting a lot of thought behind who we were and how we wanted to show up and what was important. And in 2019, I had found that I had different energy sources than some people. And so for me, that looked like really setting strong intentions behind what I wanted to build and why. And it was really hard to kind of shut those regular, regular ways of building things out because the world is inevitably, it's very commercialized. And there are like really big players in the game and those players got there by you know, setting the stage by doing things their way. And so now those players are, are helping all of us to get success and success really is ever changing. And it's, it's about what's success to you. And so when I set that word intention out on the table for 2020, I knew that I wanted to live with more intention um, I didn't envision 
me taking the steps that I did, but I know that that word guiding me really led me to this place where I basically had to remove and unlearn everything that I knew about myself. And when you're doing that, you're going to start to to rebuild, right? At some point, you're going to put intention behind rebuilding. And so I'm starting to do that. I'm starting to rebuild um, my life, <laughs> rebuild my business, and, and build it in a way that's true to me. And it's really hard to not get shiny shiny things syndrome. And it's even harder to not get, I could get rich this way, run that way, um, and not get distracted by that. Because they're definitely about, I don't know, given my skill set, probably about 200 ways that I could build this that would make me probably super rich tomorrow. And I know that if I keep, if I chase those things just because they're easier, just because they're quicker, that eventually I'm going to wind back up in this place, wishing that I had set clear intentions for where I wanted to go and what was important to me and not just pass through all of that to get to that end goal quicker. Right. And uh, every day you're just choosing to climb a mountain that you don't have to. Right. And maybe people are sitting there and they're going, well, that's a terrible business plan. Why climb a mountain? Why climb a mountain? Why climb a mountain? And for me, it's this. I knew watching myself weave in and out of quick, hurry up, let's do this thing. Let's build this business so we can get the freedom that we're looking for so we can get an outlet that we're looking for, let's do that. And I had seen myself kind of adopt new things on and off for probably about five years. And the real thing that I was chasing was an outlet. The real thing that I was chasing was an ability to storytell and connect with people. But the intention behind it was always driven by money. It wasn't really driven by what I truly wanted, which was freedom, outlet, connection. And having stripped everything back, what I found is that that money side, while it's super important, is not a driver for me, right? Those three things that I just listed, the connection, all of those things are super important to me. And so as I'm building this in the world as it sits, right? As I'm building this, there are a lot of voices that are going, no, 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 get as many people as you can, build as fast as you can, make as much money as you can, go, go, go. And those things are so true for people who have that drive. And I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to get somewhere successful, but I'm not going to skip past this point, right? Point A to get to point D as fast as I possibly can, even as much as I want to, 
I know. I know because I've seen it happen in my life. I know that when I skip intentionality, when I skip what's true to me, I have the ability to build something, but I'm going to feel lost on the back end. And so it's just taking more time. And that time right now feels painful. It feels really hard because I know that the judgment day is coming, right? I know that this week, this week will be the first time that I speak on a stage about things that I'm doing about who I am and how I'm showing up in this world. So this is a judgment point, right? And I've been avoiding judgment points. I've been just able to kind of live on my own platform to put it out there. And yet there's still judgment that lies in that, but I've been able to kind of fly above it and not really go all the way in because it's scary. I wrote a blog post about it last night. Like the fear is just paralyzing because you, especially with me, I know that there's going to be this moment where I'm probably told no, or it's not good enough, or it just doesn't fit, or you aren't right, or whatever, right? Fill in the blank. I know that it's coming. And a little piece of me has just enjoyed not being put in that avenue, not having anyone who cares, right? I'm the only one who sees the data. I'm the only one who knows if it's working or not. I'm the only one. And so that's, it's safe. It's so safe. And I think I've just been building up my own confidence. And then there are people who are going, Hannah, you're insanely confident. Look at everything that you've done. Look at all of this. And yet this is what I want to tell you because this is just the true nature of where I'm at. Yes, am I confident? Yes, are we doing things that are amazing that most people wouldn't do? Yes. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't come back up. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be new impact points where the fear sets in again. The fear of just publishing was a huge mountain to climb. Right? And it took every ounce of energy that I had to finally just push publish and just put it out there because it's you. It's your work. It's so personal that when you put it out there, right, there's this, this idea. And honestly, people have been so amazing and so nice that I shouldn't even be scared. But there's this piece of me that knows that judgment day is coming and judgment day from people you don't know who might just be supporting you because they just like you, right? Like now you're going to put it out to the world and the world gets to decide. And that's scary. And I wish that I could tell you that I'm just strong and I read a motivational quote and I got over it and I just did it. But it's been weeks, it's been months. 
months since we were supposed to dive in and fully do this work. And I know that I'm, I know that the length of this process really has been me sitting with my intention and establishing what it was that I wanted to do and not just going with the flow of what everyone else is doing. Um, and that's hard. So what I do want to say is I'm rebuilding my life with intention and I intentionally tore it all down. And there are just going to be new fear points. It doesn't go away. You can't fake fear. It's going to be scary. Now for me, I just need, now that I know the direction that I'm going and I've known, I think I officially decided probably three weeks ago that this is what it's going to be for me. And we're not, we're, we're going down this road. Um, and so building the website <laughs> was a huge step in that. Um, and now it's kind of going back through, combing through old content and making sure that we have links updated and we're directing people to the right space. But it's just about intentionally building what you want. You don't have to adopt what worked for someone else because there's no guarantee that it's going to work for you. And it probably isn't going to work for you if you didn't come up with it anyways. Like you should be the person steering the ship. And I know that that's kind of hard to hear um, because we don't trust that we know enough to steer the ship, but I can promise you that you do. Um, some things are going to take more patience. Like I wanted to start my podcast with interviews and that really didn't happen um, until like a year into the work. And it could have, and I could have pressed down and that could have been what I was about, but it just wasn't flowing. And inevitably it wasn't going to give me what I truly wanted. So, right, you know, and sometimes it just takes patience and waiting it out. So unintentionally rebuilding, I have been in the process of intentionally rebuilding my closet, right? Because we know, hey, we're minimalist. We need to get rid of these things that we're kind of tied to. And your clothes represent who you are. You're inevitably a walking billboard for someone every single time you put anything on. So clothing for me is such an important point. And I was hoping to rebuild my closet intentionally using products that said something more about me because that's so important, right? So think of like the companies, the Toms, the gosh, they're just, there's the shop forward obviously is a huge store that I support and love. Um, and what I love behind those products is that it's, it's twofold. Not only do I get to wear something that I feel amazing about, but I also get to represent something that has a deeper meaning and, oh my gosh, three ways. 
my money goes towards something more than just building their company, right? And so that's a beautiful thing. So I had been wanting kind of a minimally focused clothing company. And I had been listening to someone that I've been working with, um, one of my volunteer adventures, and they had mentioned that there's someone starting a clothing line in the area that I live in that's really sustainably focused and minimalist focused, right? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I hear that. I take it in. I don't ask a question right then because that wasn't really what we were focused on. But last week I remembered to email the person who had brought that up because that aligns perfectly with who I am and what I'm about and what my, my brand is about, right? Because it doesn't seem like something that's important, but intention people 2020 intention 2020, that's where I'm at. So every single thing that I put on, I want intention behind, which means the clothing has only begun to be rebuilt trust. You will start to see um, a lot of intention that goes behind the rebuild of this closet. And so I reach out and I meet with her, the designer of these clothes, and she's so amazing. And I get to see some of the prototypes of what she's building. And basically it's like reversible, rewearable, everything. So think a jacket that you would wear for work that has two sides instead of one. Hello, if there was a minimalist clothing dream, I don't know what it was before, but I'm pretty sure that this is it. And so they had designed a concept for a shirt that can be worn four ways. And if they do two colors, it can actually be wore six ways, maybe eight ways. I don't know, but it was amazing. And so that's an intentional focus, right? And that's a mountain to climb because you may just have to wait it out till you find the right thing, right? I've been re I've been wanting to rebuild my closet for a long time because I know that that's necessary with how I present myself, and that's essentially a business card to my business, and so it's important. But for me, it's more important to do so intentionally because. I'm not just loading up on clothes to load up on clothes, right? We're not just doing that. And I want there to be meaning behind anything that I'm going to invest in. And so I was waiting and I ended up finding the perfect instance, right? I get to support an entrepreneur. I get to support my home state, I get to support someone who aligns perfectly with what my vision is for the rebuild of my closet. And that's amazing. So just keep setting that intention. Just keep knowing what's true to you. It will pay dividends. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey loves, I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. If you want more, you want the weekly update. And this is called the Don't Do It Alone, Your Weekly Guide to Greatness. That really is going to give you the inside look at the tactics from the weekly discussions that we have right here. 
Um, that's a weekly guide to greatness that you need in your inbox. Go over to nothing.com. And the first thing you'll see is the subscribe now um, to get that in your inbox. I would love to hang out with you and give you a way to apply the things that we talk about on this show to your life. Um, as always, you can find me on Instagram at the death of a dream. Um, find me there, follow me there. Let's chat. Uh, cause I know that some of this stuff is impacting you in bigger ways. And I'd love to talk with you about it. What's going on? How are you using this? How is this changing you? And as always, if something hits with you, please share it. Please go ahead, review this, this movement, the death of a dream movement is about rising one another, finding new ways to look at the world, finding new approaches to life and growing together. We are a community of mostly women who are looking to change our lives in some way. So like, share, comment, review. That's how you can pay me back if this has helped you in any way. I'm so grateful for you and everything that you are doing.